Are you struggling with a toxic person in your life? Maybe it's your boss, a friend, or even a family member. Well, you're not alone. The truth is, we all have some troublemakers in our lives. You know, those people who want to stir up strife and seem to thrive on drama. Well, navigating through toxic relationships can be downright draining. I get it. It's tempting to want to straighten this person out. And while we can't stop toxic people, we can stop their toxicity from getting in you. Well, if you are ready to say goodbye to guilt and hello to healthy boundaries, then I want to invite you to my new course on how to deal with toxic people God's way. In this course, you will learn the five types of toxic people, the difference between broken and toxic behavior, the four types of boundaries and which are best for you, how to overcome the fear of confrontation, and most of all, you will learn the practical tools on how to interact with these people so that you can grow in strength and get rid of the guilt. When avoiding this person isn't an option, God may be using them to help you grow, and I would be honored to walk this journey with you. My friend, I believe that you can shift your suspicion that you can change this person to the biblical understanding of love. Will you let me help you? Building Faith Podcast from Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring biblically-based messages and lessons on how to apply God's Word into your everyday life. Well, hey, my friends, welcome back to the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you today. I am your host, Chris Reese, and my mission, as always, will be to help you to apply God's Word to your everyday life. And today, we are in episode 34, and we're talking about the fastest way out of God's waiting room. Have you ever waited on something so long that you wondered if God forgot about you? I've never been one to wait well, but there was one time in my life that was especially trying on my patience. It was several years after my divorce, and I was a new woman. I had spent years in counseling, women's groups, and in God's presence, and I could truly call myself renewed. It was glorious, and I felt ready to venture into the treacherous waters of dating again. And after all my hard work, I foolishly figured that finding a mate who loved the Lord the way I did would be easy. There are Christians everywhere, right? Wrong. I found myself on dates with one Christian toad after another. It was discouraging. And I remember one day crying out in my uh, frustration to a friend of mine. And I said, if God has what's best for me, where is he? And I was referring to a guy, not God. And what she said slapped me right out of my pity party. She said, Chris, maybe it isn't about you. Maybe God's still getting him ready. Wow, that was a thought that never occurred to me. And I soon snapped out of my when God when wine and realized that when God is ready, he will move. And the scripture that grounded me was Psalm 8411. And it says, For the Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. Waiting can be an enormous test of patience. And at some point, we all find ourselves waiting, whether we are longing for a prayer to be answered or a justice to be served, waiting on God is an inevitable part of life. And as frustrating as waiting on him can be, our goal shouldn't be just to get our prayers answered, but to grow in faith while we wait. 
And here are two types of waiting on God that will only keep you lingering longer in his waiting room. The first is aggressive waiting. Aggressive waiters are quick to respond, but slow to listen. The Apostle Peter would be an example of this type of waiting. Whether speaking before he thinks, jumping off of boats, or contradicting Jesus, Peter thought he knew the way. And Peter was a man of great faith, but his fire-ready aim technique landed him in trouble on more than one occasion. And if you are an aggressive waiter, you likely feel stressed, overwhelmed, and underaccomplished. Continuing to get ahead of God will likely create bondages in your life as your soul is ruling, not your spirit. The other is passive waiting. Passive waiters are often eager to listen, but slow to take action. Now, Abraham is a good example of a passive waiter. Instead of allowing God's timing for the promised son to prevail, Abraham and Sarah took matters into their own hands. And on the surface, this may seem like an aggressive waiter, but the problem was that Sarah was more the aggressive waiter and Abraham was too passive to speak against her plan and for God's. His patterns repeated as he stood back and allowed uh, allowing Ishmael to be cast out and Lot to call the shots, all because his passivity couldn't tolerate confrontation. And passive waiting can result in laziness and confusion. And continuing to pray but not act will likely lead to missed opportunities. Remember, delay is disobedience. And both of these types of waiting can keep you stuck in God's waiting room longer than you'd like. But if you want your way out of God's waiting room as fast as possible, you'll want to be this following type of waiter. The active waiter. Active waiters have just the right balance of peace and purpose. They are like soldiers ready for their next marching orders. And Jesus was our master example of active waiting on God. He said, I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. John 12, 49. Jesus waited with expectancy for what the Father was saying to him. He was sensitive to listen and quick to take action. He didn't contemplate, vacillate, or deliberate. Rather, he was quick to activate. And that's the way we should model our lives. We are called to do what we know to do, and trust God for the rest. When you are an active waiter, peace and relief comfort you, my friend, like a warm, fuzzy blanket. And to remain steadfast as a soldier, grow in sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, and in the courage to respond to his words, you're going to want to remain an active waiter. Waiting is to be expected in life. Some of the greatest people in the Bible had to wait a long time for God's promises to come to pass. And as it turns out, my friend was right. If God wanted someone in my life, he would have been there. And I didn't know what God was doing. Maybe he was preparing me, maybe preparing him. Whatever it was, I chose to trust that it was for my good. But God did show up in my waiting room and brought me the man that he had for me at just the right time. But more than that, my time in God's waiting room took me to new levels of faith and prepared me for what he's doing in my life. And I wouldn't change that time for anything.
So my friend, will you trust him in the waiting room? Well, I hope that you have enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, would you please subscribe and leave a rating? I would greatly appreciate it. But before we go, I have a gift for you. If you desire to build faith that moves mountains, I want to invite you to get your hands on our free Mountain Moving Faith devotional series. It is yours free. I will include a link in the description as well as the show notes on the website. Go ahead and get your hands on that. My friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast.